0: Uh, If you own a home or a property, you also might be thinking, I hope Joe Biden doesn't run again. Uh, But, you know, look, the economy is a a big part of your financial future and your home is the biggest part of your personal economy. How do you protect that? Well, home title fraud is a huge threat against your future uh, when it comes to your finances and your home. If someone gets on your home's title, uh, well, then they can act as if you've sold your home to them and then they can reap the benefits of your equity, your retirement. Uh, you don't want to let this happen uh, to you because if you do, you're going to spend months, maybe years trying to unwind it and you'll never recover all the costs. Go to HomeTitleLock.com right now and make sure you register your address to see if you're already a victim of this and don't even know it yet. When you get there, there's a place for to, to tell them that Stu sent you. You can get the 30 risk-free days of protection right there at HomeTitleLock.com. It's HomeTitleLock.com. some good news in San Francisco they look like they're starting to wake up I've got an amazing article kind of going over what it is like in San Francisco but don't think that it's just the lunatics in San Francisco um, that voted in prosecutors that are not prosecuting things it's happening in some of the reddest areas in our country and Republicans are becoming the same kind of uh, Soros-style prosecutors. I'll give you that case in 60 seconds. Sometimes being good dog owner means realizing that your dog isn't getting all the things he or she needs in their food that you feed them. Dry kibble food for instance, almost no nutritional value whatsoever. They have to sterilize it so by law it can last on the shelves by two years before anybody comes to buy it imagine how healthy you'd be if all you ate was food that was made to sit on the shelf for years you know who does that twinkie twinkies make that be great for a month or two you know you get all those chemicals while they're all fresh then what? Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement that you sprinkle on the food. And dogs love it because it tastes amazing. And meanwhile, they're all getting those vitamins and minerals and other healthy things that contribute to a healthy life. At Rough Greens, they're so confident your dog is going to love it, but they want to make sure your dog loves it as much as my dog does. They're going to send you a free bag. All you have to do is go to roughgreens.com slash back. They'll give you your first bag free, all you do is pay for shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com back roughgreens.com back or call 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-GLEN-33. Call them now. So there is a story in the Atlantic, how San Francisco became a, a failed city. And it's pretty eye-opening. Not long ago, we met on a stoop by the Civic Center, it says where her son used to hang out. She hadn't seen him in months, but she spoke with him periodically. She cried as she talked about his journey into drugs. She said he was a heroin addict. He'd get sober after stints in jail, but it wouldn't last. I'd see him sometimes, and he didn't look that bad. And that's how it was for 10 years. But then the dealers started putting fentanyl in everything. And being on fentanyl, it changed him. He deteriorated. Before, he looked kind of healthy and smiling now he's got this stoop he walks almost at a 40 degree angle like an old man he's been stabbed twice he's got an infection in his thumb and she thought he might lose the hand they need to stop ignoring the fact that there are people out here selling fentanyl on the streets when it was just heroin (laughs) i can't believe i'm saying just heroin but when it was just heroin fentanyl is different we're normalizing people dying. Do you see what even the Atlantic is saying? When it was just heroin. I can't believe I'm saying that. But isn't that the way we're, we say almost everything now? She said she was out looking for her son one day in the Tenderloin neighborhood when she came across someone else's son. He was naked in front of a Safeway. And he was saying he was God and he was eating a cardboard box. Officers arrived after she called the police and said there was nothing they can do. He didn't want help. He wasn't hurting anyone. They said it's not illegal to be naked. They just left him there naked eating cardboard on the street in front of Safeway. America, is this what you want your town to be like now even in san francisco and the article makes a really good point the article says we thought we were doing the right thing you know we thought that we were just a loving city yada yada and it didn't work out that way yes none of this will work out that way history will show you that Look, how many times have we been saying on the air here and people mocked me for saying it when I said this is not going to work out well economically. We are going to come. There's going to come a time we're going to pay a heavy price. Even MSNBC said yesterday, (laughs) and this was Obama's guy. MSNBC, they're on the air saying, hey, you know, I guess in a weird sort of way. We got to thank that senator from West Virginia for voting no on the Build Back Better bill because, boy, would that have made things worse. All of this stuff is making things worse. It's not making it better. And we think we can see it coming, but we have missed every single time. You know, there's something about looking at things that are dark, You don't want to think about them. You don't want to look at, you know, that's why we walk by people who are homeless and we look the other way or we don't make eye contact. We don't want to think about their life. And then what do we do? We'll say, ah, he's probably faking it or he probably deserves it. I got news for you. A lot of people are going to be homeless that didn't deserve it. A lot of things are coming our way. And we haven't done a damn thing. Did you hear about the Border Patrol? Border Patrol says we're, we're at the breaking point. There is no morale. So when you say, how's morale? Is it up? The answer is morale. There is no morale. We're going to pay a price for what has happened on the border. We're going to pay a price for ESG. We already are. How high do your gas prices have to go before your neighbors say, okay, enough of this, enough. It's not just the crazy lunatics that are the progressives that are easy to point to. It is happening in red states as well. In, and I want to use this as an example, because you have to stop thinking it can't happen here. It can not happen because we have a Republican. Let me give you one of the reddest counties in one of the reddest states in America, Utah. Provo, Utah. Utah County doesn't get much redder than that. If you talk to the uh, police and the sheriff's department there, you will hear a, a horror story that for the first time they have cartel members living in the county. For the first time, they have people in jail that are saying to their attorneys, I'm not going for that charge. No way. I'm not pleading guilty. You go fight that because I just read in the paper that the DA's office, the county attorney's office, is cutting deals. That's a misdemeanor now. 24 out of the 31 um, attorneys that work in the Utah County Attorney's Office, 24 have now left because this county attorney is so horrible. His name is David Levitt. Um, <laughs> it is it is Remarkable. Prior to his tenure, it was rare for more than two attorneys to leave every year. Now, 24 prosecutors have left, and this guy is running for re-election. And he says that what he's doing is, you know, he's just change, He's reimagining. Oh, boy, have you heard that before? He's just changing things up. And one of the things he wanted to change is get rid of. Of the special, uh, what is it, SVU, the Special Victims Unit. Isn't that the one that is about crimes against women and rape and children? You're getting rid of that? We have all forgotten that this can happen in our community. And it most likely is in some way or another. And I don't care how conservative you guys think your town is. It's there. And when it comes to justice, you know, at the entrance of the Supreme Court, lady justice is there. It's a statue of a blindfolded woman holding scales in one hand and a sword in the other. So she has to balance Justice and mercy and the sword is she will defend it and she will prosecute she will make sure if you are um, uh, guilty that you pay the price lady justice is there to protect us but it's important that she's also blindfolded this has been all over our courthouses forever And it's a reminder that our court system was designed to be a refuge for the proceedings of impartial justice. (sighs) Justice would be blind in America. Justice would be blind and thus truly fair. Well, unfortunately it's people have become blind in the name of equity. And at the behest of members of an activist uh, judiciary, the blindfold of Lady Justice has been ripped off and innocent people now suffer the consequences. As I said, we we know it's happening in New York. The police are quitting in New York in record numbers. And you know what the new mayor just said? This is great. Provides a new opportunity, a great opportunity to reimagine the police department, bring some new blood in. Who? Who? Who's going to work for New York? Social justice is rearing its ugly head in historically red areas. Now, I'm going to use this as an example. Utah County, a Republican county attorney who, if you didn't know any better, and you were actually seeing what was going on, not listening to the political rhetoric bullcrap, because a bullcrap will always say, no, we are making great progress. No, we are moving to to enhance everything. We're we're here making things better. Twenty four attorneys have left office since he came. Six of them went as far to publish a letter of no confidence saying, and I quote, we declare that Mr. Levitt has vacated his responsibilities to provide you safety and protection in your person and property by failing to enforce criminal laws against offenders and by prioritizing the protection of criminals from the lawful consequences of their misconduct. They go on to write that he disbanded the SVU unit, uh, which was staffed by attorneys that were trained to prosecute sexual offenses. It had a backlog of a 1,000 criminal cases. Where's the justice for the uh, victims? They write about the abuse of his discretion by willfully ignoring statutory sentencing enhancements, diminishing the importance of criminal histories in charging decisions, so those who have prior felony convictions... Those on felony probation, those on parole from state prison can be referred to to the Utah County Justice Court for misdemeanor prosecution. He has moved felonies to misdemeanors. He also increased the yearly budget by five point five million dollars. Oh, and law enforcement, I know because I've talked to a few of them, don't trust him. So why am I telling you this? Even the very elect will be fooled. We have to understand that radical ideas are not confined to San Francisco. They're not confined now just to our schools and not to somebody else's school. They are permeating, permeating, our most conservative areas, these ideas have real world consequences. You might think you're safe living in a really, really red county, but one bad prosecutor can change everything. It's the guy who runs as a Republican. I think that is much more dangerous than somebody running as a progressive with a social justice framework because no one sees it coming. And when you are in a, in a county like Utah County, one of the most conservative counties in the country, you just expect things to go well. You don't have to have Soros backing you or Soros money to be a, a Soros style Prosecutor. Left, right, center, it doesn't matter anymore. Republicans, some of them have become Democrats in red ties and Democrats don't really exist anymore. The liberals are now authoritarian. The labels we used are completely mixed up. You cannot rely on them. You have to look at a person's record. Gone are the days when we can walk into a voting booth and vote down the party line. Gone are the days when you can just look at somebody's name and go, oh, yeah, I know that name. Don't do that. Don't do that. In Texas, we just learned our lesson. George P. Bush. No, thanks. No, thanks. We, we get it. We get it. <laughs> Maybe that needs to uh, happen a little bit more around our country mr levitt 45 percent fewer cases in the district court felony cases and 79 percent more in uh misdemeanor cases gee what's what's happening it's almost as if he's openly trying to reach the ACLU's goal of 50% reduction in prison and jail populations. And if that's his goal, he couldn't be doing a better job. By the way, he also said he wouldn't, um, he wouldn't uh, put forward the uh, death penalty anymore, even though that's the law on the book. Not going to do it. If you want to turn into San Francisco, keep electing people like Levitt. Keep electing those people who you just trust because you know the name. Don't do it. By the way, um, things are fantastic uh, on the streets. Um, You know, I know you're worried about all of that violence coming from the right, uh, but we'll give you some of the other violence that you may not have heard of coming up in just a second if you think the banks are hard to deal with now may i recommend that you hold on to your wallet american financing you haven't seen anything yet full-blown esg nonsense is coming down the pike and even before that You're dealing with the ramifications of inflation right now, for example, you're stuck with a bunch of credit card debt. You need to get out of it as fast as you can. They're charging close to 20 percent interest right now. The Fed is going to raise another three quarter point this week. That's what's happening to the stock market and your savings. For over 20 years, American Financing has been America's a home for home loans. No pressure, no upfront or hidden fees. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Ten Financing, second station NMLS ID. 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is great news. The largest pork company in the U.S. has shut down in California. They are going to cease all harvest and processing operations in Vernon, California. This is uh, the Smithfield Foods Company. They're going to shut down at the beginning of next year. They're also going to align their hog production system by reducing its sow herd in the western region. They're taking these steps due to the escalating cost of doing business in California. Again, that's the largest pork company in the U.S. shutting down all of its California plants. That's good news, right? Uh, by the way, all your stock market gains that that you had, you know in the last 18 months gone now that Biden is in, uh, in office, it's official. The stock market is in a tailspin, so is crypto. crypto had one of its worst days yesterday, 18 uh, month low now below 23,000. It was up to 65,000. Meanwhile, NPR, I love this, your tax dollars going to report, and I quote, tampons, a necessity for many, are becoming harder and harder to find. People who menstruate, I like to say women, NPR insists on people who menstruate are saying it's hard to find tampons on store shelves across the U.S. right now as the supply chain upsets reach the feminine care aisle. Mm. Mm. Oil industry, gasoline. Carol Roth is coming up next. She's the author of War on Small Business and a Recovering Investment Banker from Wall Street debunked and explained no greedy oil companies are not to blame for gas prices she joins us next the glenn back program what sort of requirements do you have when it comes to charitable giving because you should have some you should look for those charities that put the the most amount To the actual cause to the people that you're trying to get it to you need to do your homework and make sure the organization is solid and let me tell you a very solid organization is tunnel to towers foundation I love these people it's probably one of my favorite charities outside of operation underground railroad the nazarene fund and mercury one tunnel to towers since 9 11 they have been supporting america's heroes and families they've been looking for the first responder or the military service member that doesn't come home if they leave children behind they pay off their mortgage to lift the financial burden off of the family uh, catastrophically injured veterans first responders they build mortgage-free smart homes if they're homeless operation home base gifts them tiny homes please 11 dollars a month to t the number two t.org tunnel to towers t2t.org makes a world of difference see if you can donate 11 dollars a month t2t.org and go to blaze slash glenn the promo code is glenn for 10 bucks off blaze tv So, uh, this evening I am going to be, uh, your congenial guest speaker, uh, at the, uh, the, uh, Cache County, uh, flag day ceremony. And I don't have a lot to say about the flag, but I've got a lot to say. So I'll be there. I don't, I don't even know if tickets are cost anything. Um, but, uh, I'll be there and you just throw money at the stage. You just Anyway, hope to see you there if you're in the area. Carol Roth is joining us. She is the author of "The War on Small Business," a recovering investment banker, and a uh, and a friend. She is a really great. I've been looking for Carol for probably 20 years, trying to find somebody that can actually understand the bullcrap in uh in new york on the on wall street but also can relate uh to the average person that has very little money hello carol how are you
1: i'm Jane well glenn and i know you were wondering what my preferred title is and these days i am identifying as yep. baroness roth so baroness
0: baroness bare,
1: yes. <laughs> baroness roth is <laughs> yes <into this> now.
0: <laughs> good 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 it so a there's a couple of things that kids, are going right? on first of all Yeah, I think so. Um, There is a um, uh, something that I think is is quite amazing. Uh, The stock market was down another uh, 600 points yesterday. We're now officially in a bear market, which, hey, I love bears. You know who likes bulls? Nobody. Uh, Bulls are mean. Uh, We have a bear on a flag in uh, one of our states, Uh, but we're in a a bear market. Wholesale prices rose 10.8. That may be a record high. Um and uh, the Fed's going to boost interest rates, another great thing. Gas is up to all-time highs and getting higher. I mean, it's really pretty good, right? It's good. it's
1: good. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm from Chicago, so we have the bears and the bulls. Um, So I kind of bounce between them, but I am firmly a, a Chicago bear <laughs> right now. Um, And, you know, I have to say, I'm super angry about all of this. You know, there are the sort of the five stages of grief. There's now the five stages of economic grief. The first one doesn't start with denial. It starts Mm -hmm. with, I told you so, because we could all see this coming. But the second one is still anger. And I'm so angry because this is entirely avoidable. We gave over everything that we have our government the decisions about our economy to people who believe in unicorns and rainbows and everything that we know to be true Big principles time. of economics you know, they basically said oh no no we have this magical way of doing things that's different so we're going to print money but it's it's different because we're magic and we're going to you know give up our energy independence, and, and we're gonna to switch to this magic green stuff. And none of this is reality, and we are all paying the price figuratively and lit- literally after people would had start to get their economic opportunities back on track. And it's super frustrating.
0: I am. I have to tell you, I am. um, I haven't been in denial for a long time, but I think, you know, looking at the five stages of grief, denial is the first one. I think some people are in denial, but they're starting to come out. They're going to get anger, uh, angry. And then they're the next step is bargaining. Look, I just don't want to lose everything. And that's coming. It's coming. Um, it is, and and it is, it's one thing when somebody is hit by a bus. It's another when somebody, you know, your loved one that you're grieving over was, was out in the open telling everyone, Hey, I'm going to kill him." Nobody does anything. You're screaming bloody murder. And then they shoot, shoot them in the head right in front of you. And that's what's happened with our economy.
1: It's true. I mean, think about somebody like Janet Yellen, who is the Secretary of the Treasury, one of the the highest-ranking officials in the United States, has incredible control over what happens vis-a-vis money and finance in the United States. She was the former head of the Federal Reserve, making multi-trillion-dollar decisions about the economy. In between that time, she made $7.2 million giving economic speeches. And this woman comes out and says, oh, you know, I didn't really realize inflation was going to happen. Oh, I didn't realize that turning off the economy and trying to turn it back on like you're power cycling a modem was going to have effects on, you know, supply chains and labor markets and things like that. Why are we giving people like this the keys to the kingdom? Why is she getting paid millions of dollars for something You know, economic species when anybody off the street could have told you that, like, I literally want to pull my very large hair out right now.
0: I will tell you, um, Carol, that I think what's scary is the scariest thing is once people get past the anger and they're into the bargaining, they're going to be bargaining with people like her. I just want to keep what do we do? What do we do? And it's a it's an absolute nightmare. I want to get to gas here with you for for just a second (laughs) before I get there, though, I do have to say if you if if you think carol is a little angry listen to her her tweet we are 100 percent in the position we are now because too many people believed you could suck the rainbow farts out of a unicorn's ass instead of reality so i mean at least you're frank so tell me now we are looking at gas prices that are Um, Out of control. They are completely denying that this has anything to do with ESG. And apparently a story I wrote I read today. uh, The administration was shocked that we couldn't just turn shale on overnight.
1: Shocked, shocked that there's gambling going on in this institution, Uh, Casablanca quote. This again, (laughs) super, super angering. So so let's just be realistic about this. We had record inflation, including rising gas prices in January of this year. It was a 40-year high in January. That was before Putin and the Ukraine had come onto the map. The other thing about Putin is yes, that that has exacerbated the situation. But if we had not had ESG, if we had not had a push from the Green Lobby to move capital away mm. from investment in fossil fuels, we were on a trajectory where we could have helped fill this gap for the world. We would have had economic security here. We would have had national security here. We could have helped our friends out in Europe instead of made them beholden to Russia. And the entire farce of this is now we have this president who is going around and they're begging countries like venezuela folks in the middle east who do not Uh, get fossil fuels out of the ground and and process them in the same clean way that we have the ability to. So they have shifted the dirty fossil fuels to the other side of the globe, which I'm pretty sure shares the same atmosphere as us, and saying, oh, look at us, we're so green, while creating all of these problems. They can pursue these green initiatives at the same time that they are pursuing uh, our economic independence. We need more energy of all types But instead, they said, no, no, we're just going to stop doing this and, you know, hope on a wing and a prayer. And again, that unicorn's behind. We're going to bring the rainbows out. And this is all going to be fantastic. It is not reality. We have to stop indulging these lunatics and just say, sit down, child. This is not the way the world works. And we're just not going to indulge this anymore.
0: I I will tell you, the, the problem is they believe in global equity. This is part of it. Bring America down to her knees. Bring her down to size so we're all equitable, which we won't be all equitable because at some point, the American people will have enough and say, you know what? Get the hell out of our way. We'll fix this. And the American people will fix it. Uh, it'll be ugly, but they'll fix it. And then what happens? The rest of the world is starving to death.
1: Yeah, I mean, th- these are, you know, I've identified these sort of three global gray swans, you know, the things where where stuff could really go south um, pretty quickly here. You know, One of them is energy rationing based on these decisions. We know we're going to have rolling blackouts happen. and energy, you know, in energy issues in the US this summer. We know that Europe's going to have it. We just don't know how bad that's going to be. We know there's going to be some level of starvation, but it could be tens to hundreds of millions of people, again, partially on the backs of these decisions. And the social unrest that comes out of those first two could lead to some sort of a mass scale war. And again, this was entirely avoidable if we did not let the lunatics run the asylum.
0: Well, I don't think it's uh, it was not just avoidable. It was clearly um, predictable. And I personally think by the lunatics um, and I mean the lunatics that have power, um, I believe this was part of their goal. Let me read this to you. And I'd, I'd like to have your opinion on when did all of this change? This is from Bloomberg today. The U.S. government is quietly encouraging agricultural and shipping companies to buy and carry more Russian fertilizer. According to people familiar with the, ex, uh, the efforts, as sanctioned fears have led to sharp drops in supply, fueling, spiraling global food costs. The EU and the U.S. has built exemptions into their restrictions on doing business with Russia to allow trade in fertilizer, of which Moscow is a key, uh, uh, key global supplier. But many shippers, banks and insurers have been staying away from the trade out of fear that they could in inadvertently fall afoul of the rules from the US government. <laughs> Russian fertilizer exports are down twenty four percent this year. U s. officials were surprised by the extent of the caution, are in the seemingly paradoxal position of looking for ways to boost them. So now we are going around our own things to buy fertilizer. Meanwhile, russia has been selling more oil making more money than ever before the ruble is up what happened to when everybody was saying we're crushing them we're crushing them we're crushing him? seems like the only ones getting crushed here is us
1: yeah this is the stunt queen administration everything is a pr stunt and a surface level to look fantastic and none of it means anything. You know, all these economic sanctions, which by the way, included the weaponizing of the US dollars that's so going to have major ramifications for us you know, remaining the, the, the global reserve currency. Um, that had an exemption for gas because we know that Europe is dependent because they and us decided that they were just going to move away um and not realize the repercussions and what you said glenn is not an exaggeration there is documented uh, reporting that russia is on track to make more money from oil and gas this year than ever before so fantastic sanctions there now, the same thing. They're doing it, like you said, quietly. They don't want anyone to know that everything that they're saying out front, we're being tough against Russia. They're not being tough against anything. And Russia is playing a massively long game here. They knew it on the gas side. They're able to reach the rewards there. Now they're going to do it on the food side, the fertilizer side, you know, every side to extract everything that they can while they get everything that they want. And we look like giant idiots. I mean, I could not think of a worse set of people to be in charge in terms of a crisis because they are making everything worse. And as you said, it's very possibly by design.
0: Carol Roth, uh, she is the author of a book that everybody should uh, read, The War on Small Business. Um, She has the latest piece out for TheBlaze.com, debunked and explained, no, greedy oil companies are not to blame for the gas prices, something that you really have to send to all of your friends. It is time your friends wake up, wake up, because this is only going to get worse unless you wake up carol thank you so much by the way if you have any economic uh, related question for carol make sure you go to Glenbeck.com forward slash contact and submit any of the questions that you might have for carol by the way carol can you hold on i've got another question i want to ask you about what's happening with bitcoin if you can explain that uh coming up in just uh, just a couple of seconds stand by First, let me uh, tell you about our sponsor this half hour. I'm going to find it first. There it is. Goldline. <laughs> you know, I've been saying lately, I guess I'm, I'm in the bargaining time. I just don't want to lose all my money. I just don't want to lose it all. I'll take a haircut. I just don't want to lose it all. You know, the one thing I've lost a lot in the stock market. I've lost a lot in, uh, in uh, Bitcoin. Uh, well, not really, because I bought it for So anyway, lost a lot. You know where I'm not losing money? Gold and silver. You know those stickers you see at the gas pumps next to the uh, outrageous price? The ones that with Joe Biden? I did that. Well, it's true, and it's going to get worse. And who's to blame for the insane inflation? You know, and I know. But what's blame do? Put yourself in a situation right now. Give Gold Line a call and protect what you have. Please. And a portion of your financial portfolio needs to be in precious metals. You know the speech I've given it a million times, but call them today. Gold For every box of 20 gold uh, uh, gold graded mint, state, $5 Indian coins, you'll get 50 brilliant uncirculated Kennedy half dollar coins for free. That is huge. Call 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Call them now. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. This is the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Um, Carol is going to join us on Thursday to talk a little bit about um, uh, what's happening with Bitcoin and what is happening with other investments. And if you have any money invested, anything, what you should do if you don't have money. Um, you know, if you have a 401k, but even if you don't have a 401k, what can you do to save money? And where should you put it? That will be on Thursday's uh, radio program. Uh, Also, don't miss tomorrow night's TV. Um, I'm going to show you the the plan. You know, when I said um, this is not a mistake, this is not incompetence. This is a plan. And it was a plan that was started by Michelle Obama, Uh, not Michelle Obama, Barack Obama. He started this plan. Um And um, it started 14 years ago. And all that Joe Biden is doing is completing that plan. I will show you point by point what Obama began and what Biden is completing tomorrow night. The pathway to servitude. The traders who created the global supply crisis. That's tomorrow night, 9 p.m., only on blaze tv you don't want to miss it tomorrow night at nine join us at blaze tv promo code glenn the glenn back program